Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast. This is episode number 32 for you guys. Back again, Robin Tyler, after a Baltimore series for the Yankees. Back at the stadium. Took two out of three. Some good things to talk about from it. Some questionable things happened in game three that aggravated a lot of Yankee fans. But we are here to break it all down and talk to you guys about it. But before... Uh, we head into it. Be sure, while if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to scroll up, go to the bottom of the page, and you will see if you're listening on your on your iPhone or Android or however you're listening. Scroll up, go ahead, leave a rate and review, five stars for you got for us. Uh, be sure to leave a rate and review. Um, let us know what you guys think. It helps us out, kind of expands the pod, and lets people know about the Four Train Savages. Be sure to um, also. Follow us at on Twitter at uh, Four Savages and on the IG at Four Train Savages. So be sure to go over there. And we are going to let you guys know about our friends at Manscaped. This is the Beltline. We've got balls. Lemony fresh. <laughs> Baseball is back, baby. Dust off your mitt and cleats this spring to be ready for first pitch before hopping on the field. Our sponsors at Manscaped also want your own balls and bat to be clean, shine, and feel their best at Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have an exclusive deal for our audience. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code for Savage at Manscaped.com. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement today. Got to get in the batter's box. Feel your confidence. You know, whenever, you know, you got you to gotta feel good going up to the plate, wherever you're going about. If you're going to work, you got to feel good, comfortable in your work clothes. You know, Manscaped helps you feel comfortable Groomed, trimmed, ready to go, Tyler. They're a great product. And the Lawnmower 3.0, your ball deodorant, anything that you need, Manscaped has for your below the waist grooming and make, makes you feel good. Get gets you ready to go in this uh this this springtime. Makes you feel feel good in the do some spring cleaning, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Manscaped. Code four Savage. Hook us up. Great way to support us. Check them out. We love their stuff, uh, as we've told you guys multiple times. Um. Yeah, give them a look. Code Four Savage Lawnmower 3.0. Nothing competes. Nothing compares. Nothing. Nothing. So once again, go over to Manscaped.com. The code is Four Savage for twenty percent off plus free shipping. So Tyler, let's dive right into this Baltimore series. Uh, coming off that Sunday game uh, against Toronto. Little shaky, obviously, with the offense still, and even in that game one, it started off a little, little, you know. For I think it was like the first three innings that it was a little, little odd for us, you know, kind of, you know, teetering. But then they just came alive, man. Yeah, the game, Stanton se- Homer, se- dude, seven nothing. My man Giancarlo Stanton. Giancarlo, no se puesto Dude, I I have been a critic of him in past years, but I just think that. He, you know, sometimes I mean, there are points that he looks bad on swings, just like awful, and you're just what, oh, what yeah. is going on with this guy. But I mean, he, that 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 grand slam, Judgey also got a home run in that game. He looked, you know, they both looked good, and and Stanton, that was just electrifying, man. Bases loaded, we were like, come on, 
Because, wait, was it that game, too, that they had? They didn't have the bases loaded, but it seems like every game there's points where they have runners in scoring position, and you're just like, okay, let's, this yeah, is the let, time let's do, to get them in. Let's, let's do, do it. Let's do something and then just, now. <laughs> but the stadium I, yeah, was I, bopping, dude, because, as you know, I was there for game one and for Stanton's Grammy. And yeah. that was good stuff, dude. I mean, and like you said, yeah, when Stanton, when Stanton misses – I mean, he misses bad. That just kind of goes with his swing. He has a real open stance, and he, like, short arms it. And yeah. he swings like de- like he's trying to kill someone. So when he misses, I mean, he looks ugly. But when he gets a hold of one, you know, that ball is going pretty damn far, to say the yeah. least. For sure, dude. I mean, that that was just an overall awesome game to watch. And, dude, Gumbo came in there and was dealing. Oh, yeah, hell he yeah, dude. crazy good. So Seven Ks? I, I mean, I've never seen Gumbo with a big lefty, big fella. Yeah. Dude, he's he's coming out with, with a vengeance this year after, you know. Uh, he was the forgotten really soul this offseason. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just kinda, Tommy John and stuff. Yeah, so. we just kind of penciled uh, him in and we're like, yeah, whatever we get is what we get. But, you know, if, if Gumbo can be a force, then that'll be awesome. Give me that. Give me that all day. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's it was good. A DJ DJ was hit, DJ's been hitting good in this series too. Kind of slept under the radar with all the home runs and uh, what happened in yesterday's game. But uh, yeah, just productive offense in that first game. Love to see what Montgomery did. It was just all around good vibes in game one. And, uh, so once it, I mean, Aaron Judge what, got pulled in this game. Well, I think we're going to save that for later, dude. I mean, he <laughs> just did a hit heads a home up, run. Just a heads up. He did hit. So it was good vibes, dude. Let's not. I, I wanted to start off the pod with not like. It's. Not, I'm foreshadowing something. It, it's. It's. We're not even a week full of games and not even seven games. And I, I just want to like pump the brakes until we start being a little negative. Because, you know, Yankee fans want to hear, hear some good stuff at first. It's April 8th. And we'll kind of. We'll just, I, yeah, exactly, dude. We, we're, it's already too soon to just be shitting on this team and just. Like hey, I'm not shitting. I'm not shitting are. on anyone. <laughs> I okay. We'll we'll get to it. But then game two, our guy Garrett Cole. Hello, everyone. Kermit the Frog here. Just, oh. just out here. Just my man <laughs> Garrett Cole was dealing, dude. Just dealing. I mean, seven innings. 13 Ks, four hits. I think he broke his record as a Yankee with strikeouts. Right? Yeah, he I think had. It was, I, he had 12. He had, oh, did he have 12? I thought it was like 10 or 11. But either. well, no, he had 12 before, but he had 13 in this game. Uh, so I think it broke. Yeah, I think it broke the his his it, Yankee record and his best start in dude, pinstripes by far. I mean, dude looked on, like he was literally in midseason form. Unreal, dude. I mean, he he just looked so good, and it was just great to see, um, like, an ace. Like, I tweeted out from the account that it was like, how awesome does it feel, like, every five days you're throwing out – Garrett Cole. Like, a dominant ace like that. Like, And I, I think he was just very juiced up after his first game and, um, like, in front of – his dad and stuff and you know it was just that was also a very odd game and he had a high pitch count but this one he just settled in early and was just fucking dealing dude like he just looked so good no that was it was Um, fun to watch it was it was like a relaxing game too you know yeah um also higgy caught him in that game um i guess like there's gonna be a conversation i love dude the back and forth between just like yankee fans of like like the gary stuff we'll get into the glaber stuff like 
They're, they're just – it's like a civil war amongst Yankee fans at points on we Twitter. We can just, just never like, be happy. I mean, we, we I, never will I mean, be. listen. <laughs> I mean, dude, listen. Like, uh, it's understandable oh, for yeah. the past I mean, I, four years. I'm part of the arguments. Everyone is, everyone is just on edge and just wants this team to do well. But, like, you made the point, too, like – um, I mean, I, I don't, I, people know my feelings on Higgy that listen, like, I just, I think that they work better and it's just like, yeah, I, I understand like if they want to try and work something out with, uh, Cole with Sanchez, because like if Gary hits, like there are going to be points where you're like, I need, if Cole is going to start a point in the postseason, and then you look at it and you say, Gary's hitting well, like we need that bat in the lineups and you want like a, something of a good rapport with, with Cole and Sanchez that you could you know be okay with that but like it's clear that he just pitches better to Higgy yeah, and like it, just look at the number splits but like I like I I'm okay I'm I think it's smart of the Yankees to have him catch with Cole at least for points because if Gary hits well this year like you're going to have to do that in the postseason like you're going to have to have him at least throw to Gary like Cole's a big boy like Cole's gonna throw to whoever they tell him to throw to like he's not going to be a bitch about it that's just you know what's going to happen yeah I mean it's not even like Cole necessarily throws bad to Gary either I mean but the the numbers just show that he dominates he's just that so much better when he does throw to Higgy he's just on a completely different tier when he throws with Higgy and I mean you know I I I don't hate the personal catcher thing I don't really have a stance on it I don't think because you know you, you have to mix an off day in there for Gary anyway the catchers don't don't play every every game of the week every week day in and day out so i don't hate it and you know it's just kind of weird to me too cuz did the yanks plan this all along were they were they just having cole catch gary opening day to avoid controversy to Con- to, it could to not be, have man. to answer to anything cuz now or, especially if he starts the next game i'm gonna be like all right so the yankees we, really we got- didn't want to say nothing just tell us the truth damn it that's all i want to know this is like, dude. This episode we may, when we get into the judge stuff, it's gonna be it's like gonna, conspiracy it's, theory. It's gonna get dirty. More. It's it's odd, but um, yeah. So in this game, uh, the offense just looked good. Brucey hit a home run, but I'll be honest, it's probably time to get Jay Bruce out of here. With I mean, dude, he just looks slow with the bat. It just doesn't look good. So they they signed Odor on the day of game two, which was just Tuesday. also something that is just so, a math just, equation in my head. That will never get solved. Peculiar. I mean, like, I'm okay with a middle infielder, but, like, I want a middle infielder that can play shortstop if we're going to do that. Because that's what I immediately thought. I immediately thought, all right, Tyler Wade's gone. But then then you look. Odor plays exclusively second base pretty much. I don't know how I didn't know that. I thought he would at least be a utility guy. But I guess the idea behind it, though, is probably, okay, we don't really have to worry about Bruce anymore because if he's dog shit, then we could just get him out and then move deep. Until Luke gets back, we could put DJ at first and then have Odor play second. And then you have lefty pop if that is because he's had a bad two past seasons. So I think it is two. I know he had a bad 2020. I think 2019 was not good for Odor. But that, I guess that's like a part of the thinking for them with this. The only person I want him to have in a bat above is Tyler Wade, really. And maybe Jay Bruce, I guess. I mean, the dude it literally hits home runs or strikes out. Or if we got in a fucking bar fight, and we yeah, get, you know the boys to get a little crack and you yeah, know, or get a little <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, send him out there if uh, someone throws at at, uh, at whoever. <laughs> yeah, at yeah. Um, but that that's kind of the thinking with that. But I mean, the offense looked really good again. 
at the end of the game, I guess, you know, that was a very weird call. Um, oh, Hicks the, the had an RB. Oh, the Licky out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not um, even counting that, those runs. Uh, yeah, it was a 7-0. 7-0 but let me, let me um, throw something out there real quick. Because that was – Yeah, go for it. It kind of was Glaber's fault that he had to face another batter because, you know, he took his time with that throw. And he, he, I mean, even if he didn't beat him there, it should, it should have been an out. And Glaber's just kind of sitting there. Licky hasn't, you know, he's this is making his second appearance since 2015, and Glaber's sitting there, you know, just kind of puppy dogging it, feeling bad that that Licky just gave up a two run shot immediately after, and that's kind of Glaber's fault. He had to get four outs in that that inning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll get into the Glaber stuff, but I just want Hicks had a, I think Hicks had an RBI in the. No, Hicks had an RBI in Game Three, actually. So actually, we can go into Game Three and get into our weird conspiracy. So we'll start. We started off the pod nicely, uh, you know, talked good, talked good. Um, but then Game Three happened, and it was just weird, dude. Like uh, we're gonna try to refrain from like completely overreacting, but just like weird stuff. Weird stuff happened in this game. So Hicks gets an RBI. Um. And I think it was it was one zero, and then uh, fucking Jamison Tyone looked very solid in his first game back in like five hundred and like seventy some odd days, like of his most competitive baseball. Four and two thirds, gave up three hits, two earned runs that were solo bombs, but seven strikeouts, and he just looked very good, man. He looked he for for a first game back like that, he looked. Very solid and very promising yeah, his, for what we can get out of the pitching staff. And the pitching staff overall has looked very good. And you wouldn't think with this offense that you're like, oh, my God, the Yankees offense from top to bottom is really, really good. But it's the pitching staff that's really been, like, the positive storyline outside of, like, the first two games in this series where they mashed. But, I mean, the pitching, you can't be – as a Yankee fan, you cannot be mad whatsoever with really anybody on the pitching yeah. other than maybe probably Domingo Herman after even, that. It wasn't even like a necessarily a terrible start. I mean, yeah, yeah, he looked he didn't look good, but he only gave up three runs. No no one's got in there and, and you know, gotten shelled and given up five and in, in an inning and a third or something. <laughs> I mean, Tyone came out and yeah, like you said, he looked he gave up two solo shots. I mean, what are you gonna do? First time back in the mound, I think it was it was uh I saw something that was like 700-something days. So, still, long-ass time. Oh, even more. Yeah, long-ass time. But yeah. his curveball, dude, that curveball's stupid, one. Yeah, it looks dirty. Yeah, and then, like you said, pitching staff's been shoving, dude. I mean, they've been giving us literally everything we've been asking for. And, I mean, dude, Chapman has just looked ridiculous. Yeah, he's looked good. I think, he had, I think um, he's faced six batters and struck all six of them out. Let's keep it going, dude. I mean – it's kind of like this story, bro. Like I think I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping, I guess, in a way, that it, like, I, I don't know how I'm gonna describe this, but like we always bitch about the pitching staff, but they're looking good. But like it ends up like the biggest thing in October that f's us over is when these bats fall asleep, which we know the Yankees are notorious for when they aren't cracking home runs over the short porch or everywhere in Yankee Stadium, that it's difficult for them to, like, other than probably DJ LeMahieu at points, Geo, like, situational hitting, like, that that you like to see from the players because, like, one judge is out or Stanton is out, like, and they're not hitting home runs. You would like to see them 
just fucking please hit with runners and scoring yeah, Rip position. a single up the middle, dude. We don't need a fucking bomb every time. Like, yeah. that's all we ask. And it, it, it's tough because, like, we're at a point in the season, like, like we're not, like, even Odor that we just picked up. Like, that guy is out here, like, I, I didn't watch enough of him in Texas, but you could kind of take a look at his numbers and, like, I guess I would catch him occasionally on MLB TV and see the highlights. He doesn't really come off as, like, a – like a big situational no, guy, no, like oh, not at all. like string the, singles, like he's the, like oh he's a lefty bat, like let's get him for the short porch, like yeah, that's that, kind of what that, we're going for with him and again. It's a depth move. I mean that that's really and, all it is. So unless keep saying it every year, what? unless you know I don't, I don't know unless there's another move to be made somewhere, and unless Maybe. this is signifying something, but I don't know. I don't get the Odor trade. I don't think anyone does right now. Yeah, um, but it's the story of the season, dude. Yankee fans can bitch and moan all about the pitching staff. Be like, oh, we need pitching. Like, the bullpen has looked good, which is great because they did have a shaky-ish year. Or not a shaky-ish. They did have a shaky year last year. So we want them to all look very good, which they have so far. And we'll hope that it keeps going that way and someone, one or two behind Cole kind of step up big time. Uh, and we can kind of have at least a three-headed monster or a three-headed threat can say that but dude it's the it's the hitting it's it's like they just they they just fall asleep like it's like oh it's my just some God, games what is dude going on? like i said i mean it's some games they look like they're absolutely unstoppable and a pitch can't get by them that won't get hit 115 miles an hour but then there's also times where i could kick a kickball down the fucking middle of the plate and they'd spin around and miss it like <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it drives me absolutely bonkers as as it it does for every fan i mean you know I don't know. It's annoying. But it's the ba- I mean the bats rare. will be fine. That that's what I'm telling myself cuz they should you, be fine what, over the period what, of 162 okay. games. Well, so here's the thing. Yeah, oh yeah, that's not what I'm worried about though, dude. That's not what Oh, I'm that is about the least all. I'm worried about too, Rob. I mean, give me give me the green light and I'm I just, can be worried I'm just about gonna something. Keep say, I'm just going to keep saying it in relation to like like you said, dude, like the regular season to me is a mirage. Like other than like hell freezing over, cats and dogs raining down, like the Yankees will be in the postseason based on the talent on this team. So I'm not concerned from that stand- standpoint, but like I'm just thinking about this team and the habits they're developing now that like I don't need this in October. Yankee fans don't need this in October. Yeah, it's just they a reoccurring nightmare. At like point. I want Aaron Hicks to like could you imagine if Aaron Hicks just like put it together and like and could be the player like somewhat he can of a be? semblance yeah exactly like we wouldn't that we wouldn't have to, if G, like Gio started off a little rough like maybe he could be that but I don't know yet like I like Gio a lot but he did start off other than the double yesterday like he hasn't looked that great at the plate um like we just need some more situational hitting and we don't have to live and die by the long ball and that's like the rap that comes out on us in the postseason and like teams plan accordingly to that which is like yeah it's rough and yeah they it, do it's tough but um let's talk more about this fucking game three dude it was just oh it was, it was a great game to watch rob great game fantastic i loved it was, every, it was... every second of it oh my good goodness gracious it was awesome to watch this was a <laughs> tremendous game um so it only took fucking see. five years off my life <laughs> on um, april 7th <laughs> So going into the eighth, uh, bottom of the eighth, it was like like we were talking about 
lulled offense. Like, you know, we weren't doing much, and we were just getting super frustrated. And then Gary goes ahead and hits a single, which really should have been a double. And, like, it, I what did what did Michael K say on the uh, the broadcast? He's like, we're going to need to see a replay of That's that. Exactly like, honestly, what Gary, I tweeted. Gary, Gary Sanchez, Gary, it should be Gary got to see a replay of that. Sanchez because like you gotta like see what he's doing on the baseball field and he doesn't help him, himself like he really at times he hurts himself so bad I mean, yeah he almost got thrown out times. second the other day it's too. like what are you yeah exactly I'm like what are you doing yeah. dude you're not helping your cause with the Yankee haters at and all and then I will give it to Boone he made a good decision with pinch running Talkman there yes and then he put in Talkman our and then like I said Geo had the double and got in Talkman. I, so I was hyped goes, for that. I got very excited. Yes. <laughs> um. And then did Chapman pitch in the Chapman pitched in the top of the eighth, right? He didn't pitch in the top of the, um. No. I think Greeny. No. Came yeah. In he first. pitched in the top of the ninth. He pitched in the top of the ninth. Um. And then uh. Then we didn't score in the n- bottom of the ninth. Uh. I think we did. We we didn't get any. Did we get runners on? I can't remember. In when. In bottom of the ninth, it was our. I was just so angered by the top of the tenth that it was just. No, I think we see. went down quick in the um, in, in the, the bottom n- half of the ninth. Yeah, so Glaber ground out, Hicks flied out, and then Stan ground and out. And then um, all the fun happened. And then all the fun happened. So we get. Let me let me go back to the play by play, because I have to. There have, was a run. Have this th- right th- there, there was a runner on third, with two outs. Yeah, Greeny was pitching. Well. Yeah, and then we get two outs. Run around third. And and there is a routine uh ground ball to Glaber Torres and like Tyler, when I sh- I shit you not, dude. Like I was thinking it when it was hit. Oh, as was I, I dude. See I, by knew, his body, I could, feel I could it. see by his body language that it was like he was oh, it, he, gonna he, be, he seemed scared. Is this gonna be thrown in the dirt? He did a little bit, and like you could kind of tell by the body language, you're like, "Ooh, is that gonna make it there?" And the funny thing, I, the Bruce and you know Jay Bruce stinks at first base. There's no if ands or buts about it. Um, but he had like made like Chad Green had spiked the ball to throw to him too, and like Bruce miraculously got it. And then I think who threw was it Geo, the first out. Let's see. Um, the first out was. I thought the first out was a pop out, but I'm not sure. Yeah, no. So the first out was a ground out to Geo, but Geo had like kind of thrown it a little bit off the bag, and like Bruce did a nice stretch, and then he did the he scooped the uh, the one out of the dirt from uh, Chad Green, and you're like, oh my god, okay, Jay Bruce is. You know, third time is not the charm with with uh, Jay Bruce over there at first base. So yeah, I mean, um, you, you know, Glaber has to make that throw, obviously, it, but just it, keep it in the air because because it was a routine ball. I think he also, it, I I would have liked to see him charge it a little bit more because um, Severino was kind of busting it out the gates. He was running, but he's hard. been doing that like um, double tap thing that uh, Miguel Andujar used to do at third. Yeah, it, yeah, they're which, they're double clutching, yeah. which isn't good. You know, baseball coaches tell you all that. Baseball coaches tell you all the time that is a, a big no no to to do that as a fielder, unless you know, unless you're not many times. Like if at least for those that have like fielding issues, which Glaber does, um, and you know they were after that they were replaying it on the on the um, 
like all of his questionable ones that like we talked about on the last pod on Monday, like they were just playing him back. And you're just saying like, Glaber, you're not helping your cause over there at, at shortstop. And, you know, we talked about how much effort he's put in the defense and just like, I, I wasn't expecting, like, real issues about this until, like, maybe, like, June, dude. Yeah, but, like, I mean, it, the it's the first it, week of baseball, and this shit's already it's, happening. It shouldn't him. be happening at all. And, and what, what I really want to see, like, ASAP is I want to see the video from Yes Network put on Twitter, Glaber Torres, out at noon for a 7.30 game taking 400 ground balls. I want him to go to, to Phil Nevin and go, hey, me and you, m- noon, you're going to hit – Every 400 ground balls as hard as you can at me. And I want to see that video. Phil Nevin, t- Phil Nevin too. I don't know if it was him or I mean, he sends Boone Gio, but Gio I, le- or I think you send him every time. Cause dude, he was thrown out by a mile. Well, yeah, but I dude, mean, how many times? You have to make a perfect throw every time. I mean, and the catcher's got to make a shallow catcher's ball. Gotta, it was kind of It was kind of a shallow So here's ball, the thing. I feel like but, if DJ didn't hit it on a line and it was like more of a pop-up, I think it it would have been a different story, but he, I mean, he had full. Um, why can't I think of the word? He was charging towards the ball as he made the catch. He had momentum coming forward. I mean, he like, it was an easy throw for him to make. So I, I mean, I don't know. Cause if not, I'm pissed off with. If you don't send them, cause then I mean you're up. You gotta get you gotta get a hit to get Geo in, and that makes it even more tough. I don't know, dude. Not good. Um, Higgy, that's baseball. Higgy Susan. bailed uh, Glaber out once. You know, he he brings in, uh, he gets in the run with two outs with Tyler Wade on second to tie the game yeah. up after Glaber's error. Which I mean, I was get. I mean, we were all obviously getting excited for Higgy, and then, you know, I don't know, dude. I I don't know if Glaber can play short. I know I've been say I've been on it like his bandwagon that he can, but. It's the hardest position in baseball to play. It really is. I mean, he's. I, mean, I have no. I have nothing to say because I've made the point. But I mean, it's just. It's. It is what it is. We have. I mean, like, we don't have fans... other options right now. Yeah, that's exactly. That's thing. why I have to tell people on. Like, I've come to the realization that we don't have options. Like, stop bitching about it until like. Okay, so, what are we gonna like? What are the options at this point, right? So we already are bringing in like Odor and stuff into this into this organization now, like moving in bench spots like Dietrich and Bruce and all they say. So what are we going to do? We're going to bring in a shortstop replacement just by the end of the year for like postseason. Okay. That's an option. I see people talk, let's trade for story now. Like, okay. So are we going to give up a shit ton of prospects and stuff while this guy's going to be a free agent in this off season? I, that doesn't make that that gives me flashes of um, as a Knicks fan of like when the Knicks traded for Carmelo Anthony and gave up a shit ton of assets like while wow, the guy was going to be a free agent and you could just sign him for for money in the next offseason so that, that that doesn't really float my boat in that sense so i'm just you're you're stuck with Glaber like really i unless you want to get like a like a guy a defensive replacement to have in like the like in the later in the postseason, but even then, like you're not going to get an upside as much as Glaber's hitting. Like you can't. It's it's tough to do anything with this infield. Like if if Luke Voigt was like injured for a prolonged period of time, but he's coming back in May. You can't really do that because he's coming back. So 
you're stuck with him, dude. And, I mean, you sent me that option of, like, possibly putting Geo at shortstop. I mean, that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable, but it's not long-term whatsoever. So yeah, no. 2021-22 free agency should be interesting with those shortstops and what they decide to do there. Uh, but that's for a later date, man, because we got Glaber, and hopefully he can just get it around because he is off to a not a good start at all, especially, like, like that, that game – to just like, yeah, he's made a co- obviously like people made a couple of bad errors, dude. He's got to get it together, or this is I don't know. Someone's got to address the elephant in the room for the Yankees at some point. Yeah, I mean, dude, their their defense was bad last year. Like there were times that their defense was just bad. I know it was a sixty game season, but oh, there yeah. are holes. There are holes at the catching position, shortstop, and first base of defensive issues. I there's no if ands or buts about it like those are problem spots um let you know Hicksy plays a good center field but like you like to be strong up the middle when it comes to your catcher shortstop um and center fielder but uh two of those three for the Yankees at least on defense is a little little shaky yeah. now so it's, I mean it's good something's got to change I, I would just I just stop a- wailing on Twitter about him already being replaced and like the dd guy like i love dd and they decided to move on from him whether or not that was right or wrong it's too late now we got we got we got glaber and we're gonna have to work it out for the 2021 season because there's no like great options out there you know and we did it last year and we did it throughout the postseason and he i mean we didn't talk about glaber's defense in the postseason last year so it the thing is is it can not be a problem but he, I mean, I'm not seeing any progression it, from last year to this year, it, which is the most alarming thing. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we got bigger fish to fry today, Rob. But before yeah. we before we do that, yeah, let me get into something real quick. Let me tell you about our friends at Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Four Savage at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code Four Savage. Strike out your pubes with Manscaped because the Yanks are striking out. I mean, you might as well strike strike your j- little jungle out down there. Let's get into it, Rob. I mean, Aaron Judge out of the lineup today or yesterday. And there's been a series of events that have uh, been leading to this. Uh, John Boy has been calling it since before the season started that Judge was battling something. And Aaron Judge was not in the lineup. And at first, I feel like we kind of thought it was an off day. You know, I mean, that was kind of the first vibe I got. I don't know if, if you thought thought something similar. But I was like, all right, all right, whatever. You know, they, uh, Stanton had a day off. Hicks had a day off. Now it's Judge's turn to have a day off, right? You know, I mean, no, 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 no. So I'm going to run down the sequence of events over the past week, Rob. Go for it. The people yep. need it. The people need it. March 29th, Aaron Boone comments, he's under the weather a little. Okay, that's fine. Maybe Aller. Get him the Flonase. Shout out, yeah. Stanza. Get my boy some Flonase. <laughs> get the big fella right. April fifth, when they pull him at the game I was at in the seventh inning. Huh. Okay. So they pull him and Glaber Torres. They say, "Oh, we're just gonna get him off his feet for a little." Well, I can. That's that's what Boone's quote was. Mind you, this is the fifth game of the season with an off day they've already had. So that's April fifth. April sixth comes around. They talk about, they're talking about Judge. There's nothing specific that Aaron Judge is dealing with. Okay, all right, that's good to hear, right? You know, I mean, so he's either got allergies or he's fine. So, and then the next day, the following day, April 7th, he's dealing with general soreness in his side and he's out of the lineup. And then following that, 
after yesterday's game, we don't know if Aaron, Aaron Boone says, we don't know if Judge is going to be good to go on Friday. It's, what? So he hasn't played since Tuesday. Now we don't even know if he's good to go on Friday? What? Wait, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What are we covering up? I don't understand. This is like not even just a Boone thing. This is an organizational issue. They are lying to us. And I get it. Protect your players. Do the, you know, if, you, if you're trying to beat around the bush, go for it. But, I mean, that's just bad. That's just bad lying. Dude, he's hurt. He, I, he's something. I mean, and it might be his oblique too, because I mean, yeah, I mean, you saw when he run, he ran to the wall, and the fan kind of, kind of tried to pull the ball out of his glove. That little, I, I think he ran to the wall, and they, there's been uh, images of him like grimacing as he runs in the outfield. And John Boy made a point yesterday too that he he's been hesitant to like pull the ball. It seems, which would be a sign that his oblique is bothering him. And if it's his oblique, that's bad. One that's you know soft tissue. Like, that's just one of those injury-prone, I don't, like, whatever. I'm going to use the word injury-prone. That's one of those things that can be prevented. He is injury-prone. There's yeah. no, like, I don't Especially, know how you can't call and, Aaron Judge. And I don't know if, if there's any possible way that you cannot expect Aaron. Because I, if Aaron Judge is not on the IL, I will be shocked on Friday. You know exactly what's going to happen, Rob? We're going to have a lineup that's going to come out late. It's gonna come out. It's at games at three o'clock. Yep. So it's, probably like one forty. Exactly. It's gonna maybe. come out late, and right before we get the lineup, we're gonna get a tweet that Aaron Judge has been uh, moved to the IL. Uh, let's say fucking Mike Ford, whoever is gonna get called up, and it's retroactive to four um, April sixth oh, on Tuesday. So he's eligible to come back on the sixteenth. I can see it. The writing is on the wall, clear as day. You just said Mike Ford. How about new? <laughs> uh, I don't know, no. Rob. I'm yeah, pissed no, off. I see it, dude. I'm pissed off. I see it, dude. I see it happening. Um, like, Judgey is costing himself money, dude. Like, at this point, dude, he's a free agent in 2023. Are you giving him a Fernando Tatis-level contract? Like, how much would you give him? I mean, like, I don't – can you get – I don't know, dude. Someone's going to pay him, but I do I, – I don't know if I can mentally deal with this anymore, especially if he's hurt. Like I, we love Judge. Like I yeah, love. Yeah, I love a lot. him. On like the he's field. our, he is on our cover art. He's the head guy on our cover yeah. art. Like we love this guy. Like Yankee fans love him. But sometimes you just gotta think, like, are you gonna be a Judge sexual or are you gonna be for the Yankees brand? Like I don't really know how else. To, like you gotta be for the Yankees and you gotta think like long term, dude. How do you, how does this guy keep getting hurt? Like at some point you just gotta say like look in the mirror and be like, do we really wanna? lock ourselves into this guy and like he just keeps getting exactly. hurt every time. And like you said, if he like hopefully it's nothing and they're just bullshitting with us, but like dude, he should have pinched hit last be. night then if he if he wasn't hurt. Exactly. He was left on the bench like there's no way. That I just there's no way there's not something wrong with him. Like in the month of April, late April, May, he is going to be on the IL for a time period. Like it's just bound to happen, and it's fucking shit. If he's not on the IL this week, I will literally like I will be freaking flabbergasted, Rob. Seriously, there's I'll be fired there's no up, way in my there's no doubt in my mind that he will be on the IL on Friday with a late lineup coming out against Tampa. And you, you think they're gonna play him on turf, Rob? These people, it's 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 2021. We have no idea what shoes to wear on turf yet. It's <laughs> mind-boggling to me how we can't figure it out. 
And it, <laughs> I swear to God, the Yankees and the turf, it's like they might as well play on with bare feet on a a bet a bed of nails for all I care. Because <laughs> God forbid yeah. someone plays back to back days on the turf. And my God, this team is frustrating, dude. I just I can't. And then. You want me to break down a little conspiracy theory uh, that I uh, I heard? Yeah, that's all you, dude. You've been on a roll with this <laughs> stuff. I want to hear it. I want to so, hear it. Shout out Talking Yanks for this. Friends of the pod. Talking Jake. John Boy. Love them. I was listening to their pod last night. Um, and they were... John Boy had a little conspiracy theory going on. And then you can take this for what it is. You can believe it. You can call it bullshit, whatever. I don't really care. I'm just relaying the information because I thought it it was interesting. So, Stanton had a day off. Ju- uh, we'll start with Judge and Glaber getting pulled on um, April 5th, Monday, the game I was at. So, they pull, they pull Glaber. I mean, in what world does Glaber need to be pulled? I mean, he's not a guy that really... They haven't even played. Yeah, seven. and he's not a guy if that's necessarily you know injury prone. I just knocked on my cabinet, knock on wood. So he's not, and he's twenty four. What the hell you need to get him off his feet for? He's not a big guy. He's not six seven, run around two fifty or whatever Judge weighs. You don't need to get him off his feet. So the the theory was that they pulled Judge and Glaber just to kind of not excite the fan base that they were only pulling Aaron Judge. So they pulled the Glaber and Judge on Monday to cover that up. And then the following day, Hicks gets a day off. So you're like, okay, all right, whatever, you know, mix in a day off, get Guardy, get Guardy in there. And th- or it could have just been because Hicks was soft. Yeah, or that. <laughs> but and then one and then Option. one day Stanton I don't I don't remember which game it was, but Stanton had the day off and um Judge DH'd. So we found out and then, and then Booney proceeds to say, I'm not playing G five days in a row. We talked about this on the last pod, and we're like, what? DH is a, is a literal resting position. Yeah. So that, like, that D- Guys would love to be DHs. They play like there's some guys that probably exactly. play. You know, talk, throw it back 20 years, you know, a guy DHs his whole career, like Edgar Martinez. I would love to see how many games yeah, he like how, as a how, DH. What do you have, 15 swings a game? You get up, walk yeah. to home plate, sit down for 45 minutes. You know, you do that three, yeah, four exactly. times. And the th- so the theory was that they had. I, I know I'm rambling right now. Is that no? You're the, fine. the theory that they had was that all that was essentially to cover up for whatever the hell Judge is battling right now. It it's not that crazy, dude. And I would. I the Yankees are so hidden behind the scenes with whatever the hell they're doing. They're just lying. They're literally just lying. I don't have no idea what's going on. But Judge is hurt clearly. And then they go and say, like, oh, yeah, he's available to pinch hit in a big spot. Pretty sure Guardy hit in a pretty high leverage situation last night. I mean, if there's somewhere to pinch hit, that's it. There were high. There were a lot of high leverage opportunities that they could have thrown in. Yeah, so if he, w- if he wasn't hurt, I, you know, he would have been He would have been on the field, uh, even for a pinch hit. You know, what? whatever it is. It's just – it's it's ridiculous. It, it really is. It's not a crazy theory, man, and – Next pod that we record, it wouldn't surprise me that we're breaking down Aaron Judge being on. Yeah, the Brett Gardner starting in in right there the next. It's few not. Weeks. It's not crazy. Like Yankee fans would fucking hate to hear it, but Brett Gardner could easily be starting a shit ton of ba- baseball games this year at some point. Whether that's for, let's hope Clint Frazier doesn't get hurt. Aaron Hicks may end up on the IL at some point. We're just talking about Aaron Judge, so. 
Guardy may Guardy may be looking at like uh, seventy games to be played this year. Maybe I I would games. double that, Rob. I'm being serious <laughs> that he appears in a, at least a hundred games. God damn, that's so disappointing. Um, so we'll find out, dude. We'll find out on Friday what all this bullshit well, is. Yeah, we'll we'll be sure we'll be sure to to keep in tune, and obviously all the Yankee fans be sure to. Uh, See our reactions. Follow us. Um, we took the series on though. Twitter at Four Set. We took the series. I mean, it's just such a depressing way to then take the series with that last game and the news with Judge and stuff. It's just very. It's just peculiar, man. So we got, we got the Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay hasn't really been playing too well. Uh, so we go to the Trop for their opening day tomorrow, and then Yankees uh, hell. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, God, the it's turf. It's gonna trop, fuck them up, dude. I hate um, that place. Uh, it's awful. They need a new stadium. But um, that that's what we're looking at for for this upcoming uh, weekend and week. And then we, you know, we'll see we'll see what happens this weekend. And hopefully we can take two out of three and capitalize on Tampa be- playing like garbage. You know, they I watched the game the other day. They lost to the Red Sox nine one. So hopefully we can capitalize yeah. on their. Let's sweep them, man. Let's get them out of here. We got Kluber, Herman. And who is the Sunday starter? Let's see. And Gumbo. Gumbo yeah. versus Michael Walker. Oh, <laughs> you should tap yeah. Walker. Please do not let him perform well. Yeah, so exciting weekend. We'll see what happens. We'll be able to keep you guys in tune with everything. Follow us at 4Savages on Twitter, 4TrainSavages on Instagram. Run that up, run that up, run that up. And then also head over to our friends at Manscaped to get 20% off plus free shipping with the code 4Savage at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code 4Savage. Strike out your pubes with Manscaped this season. We're going to have to see what happens with this Tampa series. We'll, we'll keep you guys all up to date with that. Once again, be sure to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe so you guys stay up to tune with all the episodes. Turn on those notifications to see when the episodes are posted. And we will catch you next time. <laughs>